0: Get your quote today at progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This is the Angels Recap Podcast, a review of the past week in Angels baseball. 2 0 on Trout. This one is crushed. Left center field, way out of here. Now here's your host, Trent Rush. My oh my, what a week it has been for the Angels. Hello and welcome to the 101st edition of this Angels Recap Podcast. We're going to go through uh, the last week in Angels baseball coming up in a moment. But we got so much to get to uh, with what we're seeing with this Angels team. I know you guys feel it. I feel it. I think when you walk around Angels Stadium, everyone around you is feeling it too. There is something special happening with this Angels ball club. And we know, hey, it is so early in the season of the Angels played 31 games at this point. There is a ton of baseball left. No kidding. And it's going to be a grind. It's going to be tough. And the Astros just keep on winning so you know the AL West is going to be absolutely brutal to try to win this division. There is a lot of talent at the very top of the American League but I think that we know by now at least at this point the Angels belong in that conversation as being one of those top teams in the American League at this point. It's been fun watching Angels baseball. It's been fun seeing something special start to develop here and when I say that you sense it and I sense it there is a different feeling when you come to Angel Stadium first of all with the way the Angels are winning these days it's like you don't want to miss a game ever and when you come to a game you're like man I don't want to miss another one you go to work and school the next day you tell your friends about it man you were at the game last night I missed out on that I can't miss an Angels game I mean, it's so much fun coming to the yard and the way the Angels are finding ways to win. Again, we're going to break down all of this coming up in just a little bit, but I think there's a couple of reasons why we're sensing this all of a sudden different feeling about the Angels. First and foremost, it starts with winning. It always does, right? When you're winning baseball games, the vibe is better. The feeling is better. And I also believe that there is both art and science to this debate, right? And we'll get to the art in a moment. As Joe Madden likes to say, he likes liberal arts baseball. But how about the science right now of what the Angels are doing? Just for a moment. The Angels currently lead Major League Baseball in runs. They lead Major League Baseball in homers. They lead Major League Baseball in RBI. They lead the American League in hits. The offense has been sensational. It's been the best in baseball. But as far as... The biggest difference to me, it's the pitching. The pitching is so much better than what anybody could expect. And I think it's going to continue to be good. I don't know if it will stay this good, but I expect the Angels pitching to continue to succeed because the Angels put together a good rotation and a dominant bullpen. Right now, the Angels have the fifth best staff ERA in baseball. Fifth in baseball, third in the American League, staff ERA. Opposing batting average, Angels opponents are hitting .211 against them this year. That's the best of any team in the American League. But I do think that a lot of this is clubhouse-centric. I think that's where it starts. And Angels manager Joe Madden, I think, creates a really good room. I think that's part of it. I think you also have the right leader for these guys, and that's Mike Trout. Mike is that guy that, look, he's a lead-by-example kind of a leader, but it starts, I think, with the number one lesson that he would lead for everybody is be a great teammate. Mike Trout is a phenomenal teammate. That's where it starts. Because we all see this swaggy, fun, exciting, let's have a good time, but also ego-free clubhouse that the angels have i mean you, you it's not the big ego guys it's not the it's not that you, you hit a big home run and it's a bat flip like look at me look what i just did it's a, let's go throw that thing go have some fun and put on the cowboy hat let's go and everyone's personal hype man brandon marsh it seems like he's always in the picture uh, for everything but it's, it's pretty amazing what's happening with this Angels ball club. And, and Trout, to me, is just the right personality to be leading this group. He is now the adult in the room. There's nobody else. I mean, he's the guy that's put in the years. He's the guy that, you know, is, is the greatest player of this generation. And everybody looks up to him, and he has just the right way and ease about him. That's not going to put pressure on the young guys. That the veterans also look up to, but they respect, and and he's just another one of the guys. Mike Trout has such a way about him, it's infectious. It starts with being a great teammate. And we all know that You know, the last thing that Mike Trout is is like a flashy guy. You know, I can't imagine that Mike Trout would be somebody that's like, oh, yeah, no, let's go, cowboy hat, let's go. I want everyone to look at me when I hit a home run. That's not Mike Trout. But the team likes this. It's a fun thing. There is a camaraderie that's being built here. And he's just the kind of leader that's going to be cool with that because he knows how much his teammates like it and he knows how much fun it is. That's the sense I get from Mike Trout. That's the sense that I get with the whole thing going on with the Angels right now and the personalities in that clubhouse. I mean, you have the the whole scale, right? From, you know, guys like Trout, you know, Taylor Ward, just kind of an all business guy, Jared Walsh, good time. Tyler Wade, huge personality. You know, you look at this group, and it's kind of fun. It's kind of fun what these guys got going on right now. Velasquez has been so good up the middle for the Angels. Anthony Rendon, the big hit against his ex-club. We'll talk about that coming up in a bit. But you're seeing something start to happen. And then there's almost like this kind of edginess to the pitching staff, too. And I love it. That starts with Syndergaard. And Lorenzen, those guys, to me, are kind of the leaders of that group. And when Reed Detmers threw his no-hitter the other night, who were the guys that were there to dump the cooler on him? It was Syndergaard and Lorenzen. Those were the two that were there. You know, to give a little hard time to the 22-year-old rookie that just had the greatest night of his life. That's pretty fun. It's pretty fun to be a part of that. It's pretty far. It's pretty fun to see that. And, look, you you guys are as much a part of this as I am. Because this is, this is the Angels family. It starts with the guys on the field, in the clubhouse, makes its way out of the field. When you come to the Big A, you're a part of it. When you tune in and check in and follow along on everything that's happening with Angels baseball, you're a part of it. And there is room on the bandwagon, so tell your friends. There is room for this thing to keep growing because there is a ton of momentum happening with this Angels ball club right now. It's fun to watch it develop. And I know so many of you have been here... You know, from the beginning. And I've seen the build to get to this. And the job is far from over. Please do not get me mistaken here. I'm excited about the Angels. I am bullish on the Angels. But there's a lot of work left. And until someone takes it away from Houston, the AL West is still the Stroh's division. Now, the Angels might have just the right kind of team to take it from them this year. I don't know that yet. But you can sense that something is happening here with this ball club. There is – you hope that you're in the middle of something special. And then I, I didn't even get to the bullpen, how much fun this bullpen is. You guys have heard me rave about the bullpen. I don't think it's a good bullpen. I think it's a great bullpen. I think it's an exceptional bullpen. So I'm looking forward to seeing what the Angels continue to do because here they're in this 12-game stretch where they're playing a bunch of games against Oakland and Texas. And you really want to see the Angels – be able to perform well against these ball clubs coming up because after that, the schedule gets really tough. And I mean really tough. The Angels have a couple of stretches that are just absolutely gnarly. Like what the Angels just did. 20 straight games, flying across the country, Boston, Chicago, doing all that. 20 games without an off day. That's a tough stretch. The Angels right now, This is the time where you're facing teams in your division that are not near the top in the division, but they're teams that the Angels have struggled with in the past. Now it's time for the Angels to rid themselves of some of those demons. And I think about the the Tampa series, taking 2-3 from Tampa. That's a team that has had the Angels' number for a long time. Cleveland is a team that has had the Angels' number for a long time. Angels swept Cleveland. They took 2 out of 3 against Tampa. Boy, how different are we feeling Uh, If those series go differently, maybe how they had gone in years past. We're having a very different feeling about this season right now. You know, and you look at Oakland and Texas, these are teams the Angels need to beat. The Angels need to continue to keep this run going because I promise you, Houston is not going to let up anytime soon. And then you look at what is to follow after this 12-game stretch, including the doubleheader on Saturday. After that, four games with Toronto here at the Big A. Then the Angels go to the Yankees for three. Right now, Yankees looking like the best team in baseball. Back that up with three games in Philly. Come back home for Boston for four. Three with the Mets, who right now are looking like the best team in the National League. Day off on a Monday. Back that up with two games up at Chavez Ravine. So the, the Angels are going to have five straight games against the Mets and Dodgers. And then a, a huge series in Seattle after the Dodgers series. So you think about those seven series coming up from end of May to middle of June. I mean, I can't think of a much tougher stretch. The only exception is going to be in August when the Angels have a group that's bookended with series against Detroit. But in the middle there, four in Tampa, three in Toronto, three at home against the Yankees. Oh, and then it's the Houston Astros for three after that. So that's in August, early September. So I I think the three toughest parts of the schedule are what the Angels just did, what the Angels are about to do after these 12 against Oakland and Texas, and then that that group of games at the end of August into September. So it makes this next week and a half, two-week span really critical. The Angels have to continue playing well because it is not going to be easy. All right, so now let's have a look back at the last week for Angels baseball. Pretty phenomenal. Let's go all the way back to last Wednesday, Angels at Fenway Park uh, here in that series with the Red Sox. My, oh, my, this game was absolutely wild. The Angels had a tough time. Uh, every time it seemed like the Red Sox uh, would take a lead, the Angels would tie it up, and then the Red Sox like took it back immediately. It was crazy how that all played out. Until the very end of the game, with the Angels down by a run, Jared Walsh came through in a Big way. Next pitch is going to be the ninth pitch in the at-bat. I'll we'll see
1: who wins the battle. Keatman is ready. And here's the next one on Walsh. He swings at that one. And that's a base hit through in the right field. The Angels are going to get a run on that one as Walsh comes through and ties up the game. Otani goes to second, and the Angels have life in this ball game. It's
0: 4-4. What an at-bat by Jared Walsh. Wow. I mean, are you kidding me, Jared Walsh? A nine-pitch at-bat, maybe at-bat of the year for the Angels. I mean, that was absolutely phenomenal what Jared Walsh did right there. Uh, Fouling off pitch after pitch after pitch and finally getting one he could drive. That ties the game, sends it into extra innings for Taylor Ward to be the hero. Ward should get a good pitch to hit right here.
1: 3-1 delivery, and Ward swings at that one, and he hits a ball deep out in the left center. It's over the green monster. He's just hit a two-run homer. And for the first time all night, the Angels have a lead at Fenway. It's 6-4 here in the 10th.
0: Yeah, the Angels would build on that lead in a pretty significant manner, going on to score six runs in the tenth inning. They win the ball game ten to five. Get out of Fenway uh, the next day after just an absolute masterpiece by Shohei Ohtani. Angels win the game eight nothing at Fenway Park. It was really tight throughout most of the ball game. In fact, it was scoreless till the seventh. Angels get a couple of runs on the Jared Walsh homer. Then they string together five runs in the eighth inning. But Shohei Ohtani, no question was the story. Seven innings in that ball game? Six hits. No runs. Struck out 11. Got 29 swings and misses in that ball ballgame. And, and take a listen to what Joe Madden had to say afterwards.
2: I hope people understand that. Talking to Chris Berman before the game exactly about that. I uh, hope we don't start taking that for granted. Uh, like it's uh, old hat. Uh, it's just so unusual. It's otherworldly. Uh, on this level of this game, which is I think the most difficult game um, to play all week. I uh, have a little bit of an issue with the leg, cold weather, at Bass playing until about 11 o'clock last night, and then come out today maybe throwing his best game of the year.
0: Simply sensational, what Shohei Ohtani does seemingly on a daily basis uh, for the Angels. Okay, then came the homestand against the Washington Nationals. Before we get to that, let's pause for a moment to get a word from our sponsors. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.
2: Hey, Rob Bradford here. You guys know I'm always up for a good MVP story, and one of the best
0: This is the Angels Recap Podcast. My name is Trent Rush. So excited to be with you uh, here for this podcast. As we're recording this uh, here on Thursday morning, Angels woke up this morning in first place in the American League West. And a big reason why? Well, it was because of this last homestand when the Angels started it off against the Washington Nationals in a game Friday night. Angels had a tough time scoring some runs in that ball game, but Jonathan Diaz did a phenomenal job. Gets the call up from AAA, makes his Angels 2022 season debut and just his third big league start. All he does is toss five scoreless innings, able to get it to the Angels' bullpen where they were lights out. But this game was snug much of the way. It was 1-0 in the fifth inning, but then it was Mike Trout who had the biggest swing of the night. Trout just under a 400 hitter with the bases loaded, 398-02 pitch. Trout hits this one well to center field. And that is going to bounce off the wall over head of Robles. One run scores. Here comes another. Ward will be held at third, and Mike Trout brings him to the double. It's 3-0 Angels. Yeah, 3-0 goes on to be the final score in that ball game. Jonathan Diaz was so good, Mike Trout came through. And, oh, by the way, Mike Trout is putting together like an MVP-esque season right now. Trout's been as good as to start this year as he's ever been. He was so good to start. Last season, uh, obviously, then the injury happens, and and we know the rest of that tale. But, boy, Mike Trout does not let up. The way this guy is producing for the Angels right now, it cannot be overstated. He has been so, so good for the Angels. I know Taylor Ward's getting a lot of love, and rightfully so, because he has stepped up and been outstanding. And Ward, his numbers are all-star caliber. We should start the petition now for Taylor Ward to be an all-star here in 2022. Walsh's bats picking up, I think Rendon's bats picking up, Otani's bats picking up, but Mike Trout has been that consistent force throughout for the Angels, keeping the Angels going, hitting the most home runs of any team in the American League, and to this point have been one of the two best offenses in baseball, and I think that you could make a case that maybe they've been the best offensive team in the major leagues this year, and uh, I talked with Mike Trout after the Angels won that game on Friday night against Washington. Mike, what of the game tonight, no question. Fifth inning, you drive in those two really big runs. Did that on an 0-2 pitch as well. What were you looking for in that situation? Yeah, no. The
2: the pitch before that, got a little big. Uh, just try to calm myself down, put a good two-strike swing on it, and uh, got a pitch to hit. And I, I, I barely.
0: You guys are 18 and 10 right now. Eight games over 500. First time in a long time that's been the case for this team. What can you say just about the way that this team's kind of rolling right now?
2: Yeah, we got a great group. Uh, pitching have been unbelievable. Yeah. And, and, and with the offense side, it doesn't matter, you know, what inning it is. You know, we're not giving up. You know, I think uh, the last few games we've been scoring runs late, and it's been uh, huge for this pitching staff.
0: How much different are things for you when you have a pitching staff that's rolling like this, especially not just Diaz, but the bullpen great today as well?
2: Yeah, not like you saw tonight. You know, Diaz came up from uh, AAA and it went out there through five scoreless. So it's uh, it's been fun. You know, the, the, the guys in there, we're having a great time. Love it, Mike. Appreciate the time. Yeah, thank you.
0: I talked about it earlier. You can sense how much fun this Angels team is having. It's a a different group. It is a special group, but I think it's one that resonates with a lot of people, and you could be excited about what the Angels are doing right now. All right, Saturday night fireworks show. Michael Lorenzen on the bump in this one. Probably had a little better day than what his line would show. I mean, he did have seven strikeouts, but ended up giving up five earned runs on five hits and four and two-thirds. Walked a pair as well. One of those games for the Angels – just wasn't their night. Washington gets a 7-3 victory there. But then the very next day, my oh my, how the turnaround would change for the Halos. Washington had a 1-0 lead going into the 6th inning. Well then, in the 6th inning, two more runs come in to score. First lane, Thomas on a sack fly. Then I'll see this Escobar brings in another. Now all of a sudden, it's 3-0 Washington. Huge RBI hit for Jack Mayfield, bringing in a pair in the 6th inning. All of a sudden, the Angels back in business. The 3-2 ball game. Seventh inning now, Josh Bell brings in another run for Washington. Uh, A tough one for the Angels to have to swallow there for Oliver Ortega coming into a tough spot. Ortega though would get himself out of some trouble, limiting the damage to just that one run. Bottom line, Angels would go to the ninth inning in need of a lot of help. Needing two runs there especially when Mayfield would strike out to start the inning. Luis Ringifo then would pinch it for Andrew Velasquez and drew what I thought was a key one-out walk. I don't know if this comeback happens if not for the walk that Luis Rangifo draws right there. He's put together some really good at-bats since his call-up, and we'll see what kind of staying power Luis Rangifo is going to have. Angels counting on Rangifo, especially now with David Fletcher out for a fair amount of time. We don't know how long it's going to be. I I think we're talking several weeks, maybe even a couple months uh, with David Fletcher. There's no official timeline yet, but it's an injury with the adductors. Uh, he had both of them done in that hip groin area. Fletch had the surgery earlier this week, um, and he's going to be out for a, a significant portion of the season. So Luis Ringifo uh, getting opportunity to step up and uh, was really good in that plate appearance, drawing a very key one-out walk only for Taylor Ward to get the lineup flipped back to the top, and he ends up getting a base hit. So runners at the corners for Mike Trout, well, he would end up striking out. So now two gone. Angels down to their final out in the ballgame when Shohei Otani would come through clutch. The next
1: delivery, swings at that one, lifts it in the air into left center field. It's carrying out in left center. It bangs off the wall. A run is scored. Another is going to come home. The
0: Angels have tied up the game thanks to Shohei. We're tied at four here in the bottom of the ninth. But the job wasn't done. Very next batter, Anthony Rendon, facing his former team. Rendon had been fairly quiet in the series before this with the winning run in scoring position. Here's the pitch. Rendon swings,
1: lights one in the left center. This is going to win the game unless the throw is perfect. Here it comes. And safe is Shohei Otani. And Rendon does it against his ex-team. He singles in Shohei. And the Angels have a 5-4 walk-off win in the
0: bottom of the ninth. Anthony Rendon, the hero in this ball game. Chance to win it, do so against your former team. Man, what is this day like for you?
2: Uh man, just another one. I'm trying not to get too happy about it, I'm trying not to get too uh, too down. I mean, I mean, we got a lot more games left, so we just take it one day at a time.
0: Your teammates were pretty pumped up. Cool little celebration at the end, and then those guys, Wade and Marsh and Walls, all giving you a hard time there. It seems like there's a fun chemistry with this group. Are you sensing that?
2: Oh, yeah, without a doubt. We saw that in spring training, and uh, we just wanted to continue to build on it. And once we had a good core group of guys that who we knew were going to be here, uh, we just got of try to jump with it.
0: This was one of those days it was tough to score some runs, but you guys able to do that late in the ball game. Otani with the clutch hit, tie up the game, and then you get that opportunity. What were you looking for in that at-bat?
2: Man, I was just trying to get a ball that I could put the barrel on. So I just wanted to hit it with a single. Just hit it with a single. <laughs> Don't hit the damn homer. Just hit it with a single.
0: Anthony, appreciate it. Congrats on the win.
2: I appreciate
0: it. Just wanted the single, and it was a hit that the Angels uh, certainly could use in the time, and I know that one that Anthony Rendon is going to remember for a long time. That was a big hit. Angels win the series, taking 2-3 uh, against the Washington Nationals. Well, then after that, welcome... The Tampa Bay Rays, a team that has had the Angels' number over the last handful of seasons. You go back the last five years, Tampa's dominated uh, the Angels. In fact, they won six of seven against the Halos last year. Well, very different story here in this series at the Big A. Three game set uh, with Tampa Bay. All got started on Monday night. And this is a ball game where the Angel Bats were just en fuego right here. Started with Jared Walsh at a three run shot in the fourth inning. Then in the sixth, Mike Trout made some history. And
1: Trout rips a ball tight to the line down the left field side. And that one is Trout of here. Snuck it over the short wall. Kept it fair. Mike Trout lines one out. Home run number seven of the year. Angels add on. It's now
0: 5-1. Most home runs ever hit by a player at the Big A. Trout passes Tim Salmon, 161 of those home runs here at the Big A. Nobody else has matched that. And I have a feeling that Trout is going to set a record that could stand for a long, long time. Well, how about the very next pitch, though, to Shohei Ohtani? I didn't know if I had enough altitude to get out.
1: There's Shohei swinging and driving one deep out the left. Center and it is out of here. First pitch after the trout homer to Shohei. He hits a home run his fifth of the season
0: first back-to-back home runs for the angels here in 2022 and who else but mike trout and shohei otani doing that in the sixth inning otani not done in this ball game either back up in the seventh this time with the bases loaded
1: three one delivery shohei swings and he hits a missile out into left center it is out of here It's a grand slam and boy oh boy this Monday has really become Showtime!
0: Shohei Ohtani have a night unbelievable. Shohei Ohtani two home runs, five driven in. Angels cruising that ball game, 11-3 ends up being the final. Then the very next day, really cool opportunity to celebrate Shohei Ohtani when Ohtani was presented with his 2021 AL MVP award. Award he uh, was voted for unanimously by the Baseball Writers. Pretty cool to see that celebration. A chance to celebrate history, but that not the only historic moment on Tuesday evening we'll get to it in a moment but it started with the angel bats clicking right away in this game against Tampa we're not in the lineup tonight still dealing with a tight hamstring Mike Trout drives this one to center field Mike Trout out of here a home run to the rock pile goes Trout his eighth of the season and now it's five nothing halos all right, so it's five-nothing early. Chad Wallach hits a three-run home run in the third inning. Everyone's talking about the Angels offense. It's eight-nothing at this time. Oh, by the way the Angels have something else special happening. How about Reed Detmers? Not giving up a hit all night long. Amazing. But before he would get a chance to try to close out the no-hitter in the eighth inning, Mike Trout would hit his second home run of the night. Just teeing off on Brett Phillips, who came in to pitch. Throwing like 55, middle-middle. Trout says, you know what? I'm just going to punish this baseball and hit it for a two-run shot. Uh, And then Anthony Rendon says, you know what? I take some swings left-handed. Sometimes in batting practice, we have like." a BP pitcher out now. I'm going to try to make it like it's batting practice. So he sets up left-handed and he did one of the most incredible things I've ever seen.
1: <laughs> Here's the pitch on Rendon. He swings and drives the ball deep out into right center field and it is out of here. Anthony Rendon connects. That is his fourth home run of the season. And the lead just keeps getting bigger and bigger here at the Big A. Big A. It's now 12
0: to nothing. That all to set up a night for the ages for Reed Detmers, 22 years old, the Angels' young left-hander, less than a year removed from making his professional baseball debut. Reed Detmers with a chance to no-hit the Tampa Bay Rays, and here he is now, one out away.
1: Two and two, the count and here's the next delivery it's chopped to short this should do it the throw to first it's a no hitter it's a no hitter reed differs in just his 11th major league start pitches a no hitter that's the 13th in angels history he's being mobbed by his teammates over by the first base area A historical night tonight
2: at the Big A.
0: Reed, unbelievable night. To finish off the no-hitter, describe what's going through you right now.
2: I can't even describe it. Uh, It's a feeling that I've never felt before. Uh, I'm just shaking. I don't don't even know what to say, Uh, but it's a great feeling.
0: At what moment did you feel like maybe you had something really special going tonight?
1: I'd say around the fifth. I really didn't try thinking about it, uh, but it was hard not to think about it after the sixth. Um, but I just trust my stuff. Uh, Wally behind the plate did an amazing job. And yeah, it was, I don't even know what else to say.
0: I can't think of many combinations working together for a first time. Results and a no hitter. Pretty spectacular there. But for you in that ninth inning, obviously, crazy pressure. A long inning. The offense just kept going and going and going. Uh, as you're sitting there in the dugout, what did you do to try to calm yourself in that moment?
2: I, don't, I just treat it like every other inning. Uh, we had a lot of long innings tonight. Um, credit, to, credit to the guys. I mean, they're just swinging the bats well. Um, but yeah, I just
0: treated it like every other inning and didn't try not to let it face me. Reed, well done. Congratulations. Special night. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it. To see a young man get the chance to experience that on that stage in front of a packed house here at the Big A. That was special, and that's the kind of thing that seeing the team come together – was really cool. I know a lot's been made out of this, but the Angels, the whole team stayed in the dugout and watched his post-game interview on TV. And, you know, he was hanging around, and and there were plenty of teammates still there, even when he joined me on radio, and they wanted to be there to support their team. When Lorenzen came over with Noah Syndergaard, they dumped the cooler on Reed Detmers. Um, You know, it's funny hearing him in the interview, and then he, he had a great interview with Roger Lodge the next day on the Sports Lodge on AM 830, talking about it's all a blur to him. And he was nervous. And he knew it was going on, but boy, he didn't show it. He, he never pitched in the ninth inning in his entire career before that game on Tuesday night. And he ends up throwing the no-hitter. Proved that he could do it. I think that you can get some confidence in that. Uh, Joe Madden talked about that the next day. But but really, it was a sensational evening for Reed Detmers, for the Angels, for all the fans that were here to get a chance to be a part of something truly unique, truly historic. The 12th no-hitter in Angels history. Uh, the first left-hander to do that since Clyde Wright. Uh, the first rookie to do it uh, since Bo Belinsky all the way back in 1962. I mean, a long time coming, right? Long time coming. But for Reed Detmers, less than a year removed from his professional debut. He throws a no-hitter. 2020 first-round pick. I think this is also a testament to the Angels' investment in drafting and developing pitching talent. Get these guys up, and Reed Detmers. Like this guy, as as a pitcher, he continues to be a work in progress. But, boy, was he good on Tuesday night against the Tampa Bay Rays. Really looking forward to seeing how his progression continues in that development because Reed Detmers has a chance to be a really impactful pitcher in this starting rotation for the Angels for many years to come. One of the memories that I had from that game, that I I said this uh, on radio as well, that I'm going to take away being down on the field, and it it wasn't just seeing the whole team and the support and all that. Uh, His catcher, Chad Wallach. Uh, Your Belinda guy, of course, his son or his dad, Tim, uh, played for the Angels. They're the only father-son duo in Angels history to hit home runs. To see Chad Wallach taking off the pads in the tunnel just below the dugout afterwards as Reed Detmers was coming through and those guys gave each other a hug once again, that was a cool moment. Jared Walsh putting the ball in his pocket and in the high-five hug line, taking the ball out. And handed it right to Reed Detmers. That was a cool moment. You know, there are some thoughtful guys on this team, and there is, it's a true brotherhood that you can see. And when you have a special night like that, no hitter, on the same week that, you know, Otani presented, on the same night he was presented with his MVP award, on the same week that, Anthony Renzone comes through in a very significant way against his former club in the same week that Mike Trout sets the home run record for most homers ever at the Big A, and he hits four home runs in the week. And you just go across the board and all the highlights, all the different contributors, Taylor Ward has been so clutch. Even in the game on Wednesday night that the Angels ended up losing 4-2 and extras to Tampa Bay, Taylor Ward, it's a two-run home run to force those extra innings because this is like a never-say-die, never-quit kind of Angels ball club. And those are the traits that you look for in great teams. It is too early to call the Angels a great team. What have you played, 31 games? There's a lot of baseball left to go here on the course of this season. But I think it's also encouraging to see how this Angels team continues to progress, continues to get better, and continues to grow together in this. And I'm looking forward to watching that because we might have something pretty cool on our hands here. It's too early to tell right now, but what we're seeing has all of the makings of a chance to be a part of something truly unique happening with this Angels ball club. Now, there is starting to be some national recognition about how the Angels are the most fun team to watch in Major League Baseball. You guys know that. You watch the Angels all the time. You know how fun this ball club is. It's not just Trout and Otani, but Ward and Walsh and Marsh and Rendon and Velasquez up the middle. There is so much talent on this team, and now with great pitching, you know the starting rotation has been unbelievable. Um, And you don't know if the starters are going to be able to maintain this kind of a pace, but even if they don't, you do have a great bullpen, which I think is going to be even better than what they've shown so far, which means that they would be among the most elite bullpens that you're going to find in baseball. I think this pen has a chance to be exactly that. There's something special with this Angels ball club, and I can't wait to enjoy it with you over the course of this summer. What a week for Angels baseball, and the party is just going. 12 games against the A's and the Rangers, and then arguably the toughest seven series stretch, not arguably, the toughest seven series stretch of the entire season coming up after that. We're going to know a lot about this Angels ball club by the middle of June, um, but until then... Why not keep enjoying the ride? Because this has been pretty cool what the Angels are putting together. For Hannah Stang, my name is Trent Rush. Thanks for joining us. This has been the Angels Recap Podcast.